with another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. You always surprise me with your openers. (sighs) (laughs) I was expecting a whole new thing and you came at me with a very solemn voice. Yeah, it's one of those days. Yeah, I feel that. Um, So... There was so much I wanted to talk about, but we have to kind of, <laughs> I don't know how in-depth we're going to go with this. We had, we do have to discuss the Oscars because they were like 24 hours ago. Um, I just wanted to find out your thoughts, um, maybe who your most surprising win was. I caught wind of some of the Oscars. I wasn't able to watch it live like I wanted to. But I did follow it through Twitter. So I'm kind of like, it kind of gave me like an update of who won. So what, what's your most surprising one and what were your thoughts? Most surprising would probably be Best Picture. Um, I have not seen Coda yet, but I think... It's fantastic to have that kind of representation and for um, a movie for the hard of hearing community or deaf community to have um, hearing impaired, sorry, um, to have a film dedicated to them, about them, about their experience. I think that's fantastic. And for it to win Best Picture too, I think it's amazing. I think I was most shocked by best director but again i think overall nothing truly shocked me i mean sure will smith winning best actor is sort of will smith winning best actor is sort of a big deal Mm -hmm. but most shocking or like most surprising i would say it would be Best director and best film. What was best director? Who won? Be- who won that one? Uh, the director of The Power of the Dog, Jane something. I forgot her name. Oh, but I I've heard um I I've heard really like mixed reviews on that film, but I've heard great things too. So I'm kind of not shocked because it's been one of those films through Twitter that's really been like advertised so I'm kind of not shocked that the director won for that film I'm more surprised that Dennis Dennis, uh, Villeneuve I'll never say right (laughs) Denis Villeneuve yeah he wasn't even nominated I know that's what I'm honestly still most shocked about that's what I was shocked but the the Dune not surprised I will say this um kind of getting more into Oscars not surprised that Dune swept the board with wins um a lot of people were for the most part like it swept the board basically it was one of the top films that took home the most um I don't even think but didn't have any of the actors nominated which I thought was hysterical um, but I do, I know people were upset, well, mostly Marvel fans, that No Way Home didn't win Best Visual, that it went to Dune, but Dune also had amazing visuals, so if I had to compare, I would say definitely, what? I'm saying Dune! Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. 
every year Marvel movies win best visual because Marvel movies usually have the best visual. But objectively, objectively, I'm I'm not saying this as a Marvel hater. Like I'm really not. I'm saying like objectively, Dune had the better visuals for and sure. And I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can't even fathom the argument that fans are saying. Oh, I'm disappointed. No way home didn't get best visuals. Like, no, you are crazy. Dune for sure had the best visuals. Yeah, but you have. There were times where I thought things that were CGI were real. Yeah, that's how great it was. So I I don't understand the argument. So I just had to time out because I I have to speak on that. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I mean, I am agreeing with you wholeheartedly because we both saw Dune and I loved the visuals. When I found out most of it, like all those desert scenes were shot in the desert. I, I, just, I don't know what was CGI and what was real because I haven't seen any behind the scenes stuff. But, um, but yeah, those thoughts. And then so best actor and best actress. If we had done a... Um, a pre-Oscar, who we would think to win, who we want to win. I was going to go for either Benedict Cumberbatch or um, Andrew Garfield. But I think more so Benedict Cumberbatch. I think I, I, I haven't seen King Richard, so I don't know. But that's just my thought on that. And then I had a good question I had a question I, I I was formulating earlier, but I want to wait till. All right. So, what did you think about Best Actor? I I would have had Will Smith, Javier Bardem, oh, yeah, and yeah. Andrew Garfield in my top three, and maybe Benedict Cumberbatch as a close behind because I really don't think, as much as I love Denzel and as much as I love Shakespeare, I really think we are kind of tapped out on modern tellings of Shakespearean movies. Like we had Marco Fassbender's, mm-hmm. I think it was Macbeth too, earlier, like in like 2018, 2019, I think. Fantastic movie, by the way. But I guess I'm kind of like tapped out on Macbeth tellings. Um, is that what the power of the dog is? No, that's what... That's what Denzel Washington's performance was for. Oh, was the tragedy of Macbeth. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did believe Will Smith had the possibility of winning with King Richard. I really did think that was a huge possibility. I didn't see it. So I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it, but I, I genuinely did believe, you know, he could win an Oscar for this. Um, best actress. Who would you have picked and who would you have... So who would you have picked to win? Who would and who I have would, picked? And who would you have thought would have definitely won? It's hard to bet against Olivia Coleman. Yeah, that's Every fair. year. It's very <laughs> hard to bet against Olivia Coleman. And the only time I would bet against Olivia Coleman is if Meryl Streep and... Um... I had her name in my mind and I just dropped it. Is she older or younger? But you get the point. Like, I, you know, if, if I see Meryl Streep, I, uh, no, sorry. 
if I see Olivia Coleman, I kind of always feel she's a shoe in mm-hmm. Unless we had like Kate Winslet or we had like Meryl Streep or we had, you know, somebody like that of that caliber that could have a crazy performance out of nowhere or just a legend in general. I I always can't bet against Olivia Coleman when it comes down to this stuff. Really can't. Yeah. And as a result, I would have expected Olivia to Coleman to win. I forgot she was nominated. Um so not a shocker. I was I was gunning for Kristen Stewart the whole time because I think that this really took her out and I watched Spencer. I watched the first, uh, I, I think it's two and a half hours or something like that. I watched the first two hours and I thought one thing and I ended up with another thing. And it was great to watch, kind of spoiler alert, it's kind of great to watch like her dec- her mental decline and see like what she dealt with, like the behind the scenes of like Diana, like how everything's not so fruit fruity, fruitful in the Royals, and you know that, it, you do know it's corrupt. And I was t- telling this to my sister, um, it's just such an interesting, because you just, you, you see her compare herself to Anne Boleyn, the entire film, and how she doesn't want to end up like that, how she doesn't hmm. want, and the way like she just takes everything was really great. Um, I kind of figured she wasn't going to win, but I was still gunning for her because, you know, there's always those, that shocking win every year. Um, I would have guessed either, I think Jessica Chastain has been nominated more than once. I don't think she's won yet. So I would have guessed Jessica Chastain, good for her for winning the Oscar. That's um, amazing. And then since now I know Olivia, I would have also, Olivia Coleman is phenomenal in everything she does. Um... But yeah, I I mean, it it was a very difficult choice if we had to make our decisions on who like what films and what actors. What I I do love that Ariana or Ariana DeBois won supporting actress. I I watched her. She's one of the only speeches I watched, and she's so put together. Like that was her. Fir- I think that's her first like major film, and. She just did amazing. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but I've seen like the clips. I've so won't be surprised if we see her more frequently. Um. So I have a question for you regarding best actor. So do you think Will Smith would have apologized still if he hadn't won the Oscar? Do you think he would have taken that apology as public as he did both times? Or do you think that it was also spurred the moment thing where he like took it aside and apologized in general? Do you mean when he apologized, apologized to the academy for and the incident? Yes, when he apologized for the incident. Oh, for the academy. Yeah, yeah. Um, During his speech, apologizing for in his speech, apologizing for the slap, uh, boycotting the Oscars. No, he didn't. He apologize for slapping Chris Rock. No, he didn't apologize. He apologized later. He didn't apologize oh, in his speech. I didn't know that. That's what I took from that. He apologized like today. Yeah. He didn't apologize in his speech. That's interesting. And 
people think he apologized today because the Oscars condoned his actions today. And so I think they, as a result, he felt like he had to. But as far as like apologizing for boycotting the Oscars, no, I I really don't think it. I didn't even know he was boycotting the Oscars. I don't think we have enough time to have a discussion about this. <laughs> what? Yeah, he boycotted it like in 2017, 2018, I want to say, something like that. The year the concussion was, um, King came out. When concussion came out, he was, he boycotted that year. Because oh, he wasn't nominated for best actor. <sighs> so dumb. Yeah. But you know what? They're all starting to win their Oscars. Leo won his a couple years ago. Will Smith finally won his. I mean, it's about time. Um, it's about time. It's also about the other films. It's about the other films, and I think in general, when you look at that slate, he had mm-hmm. he has the strongest film out of all five. I would say. That's fair. Um, any. Final thoughts on the Oscars? Anything that you wanted to bring up? Any, um, any comments? No, I, again, like, we, we talk about this every year, and all I have to say is I've really lost interest in the Oscars. I think. Is it bad that I've been declining it too? They're like, on the way to creating something good, but I am really not interested. I think it's... It's too much of an entertainment event. But that's that's what it's turned like, into. Everything has to. I'm talking about like everything has to be entertaining. Uh, yeah. To me, I'm just like, just present the awards. Like, not everybody has to have a funny comical speech. Not everybody has to have a joke. Not everybody has to do this long winded intro section to a category. Like, I'm just kind of over it. And I'd rather just do it the way we used to do it back in like the 70s where we just presented the award to the people. They had their speech, we gave them their time, and then they walked off. Just get it done. I At the end of the day, it's about awarding them for their achievement and then moving on. It's not about every intro section having music to close out everything and you know, celebrate our legends, celebrate our, our, our stars, our up-and-comers, and then just move forward. I'm just tired of of it always being about some sort of thing has to happen and some somebody has to make some sort of joke that's offensive. I'm, I'm really over it. I feel like at this point, and I'm glad we're on the same page with this, because at this point I feel like with the Oscars, with the Emmys, like with anything... um. It's kind of become like a who can out funny who or who can outdo who every year. And don't get me wrong. I, I loved, absolutely loved Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I think that they were hysterical. I think that they brought a lot to the table when it came to the Golden Globes. I think Ricky Gervais brought realism to the Golden Globes as well because he, he would even, I was watching a bunch of his speech or a bunch of his monologues back in the day and he's just like, I'm so glad I'm done with this after this year. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it just became a thing where now they're like, okay, now we have to put on an act. Now we have to do this, this, and this. Now we have to make it funny. Now we have to, like, 
I watched a couple like the the quote unquote acts that they did at the Oscars this year, and I was kind of like, well, what was the point of flying in like Spider Man? What was the point of like bringing up COVID yeah. and bring like which I understand COVID's still a thing, and it is, but like you're kind of trying to make people not remember that they're in a pandemic at the same time on a live broadcast, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I will say on the flip side, a lot of good was done. A lot of of representation or as far as like messaging about the atrocities happening in the world and marginalized peoples and what's happening to them and a lot of speeches bringing light to a lot of issues that get neglected and i think from that perspective it was really good and even the moment of silence for ukraine and just some really good humanitarian stuff Mm -hmm. occurred but like you like you just said i i think there's always a gimmick and i'm kind of over the gimmicks at this point one of my favorite things that I will say that they did say, because it's it's true, is that Amy Schumer had said um, they hired three women this year because it was cheaper than hiring one man. And I was like, that is so sadly true. Because, I mean, I don't know, like, yeah. actually what they paid them, but it's just, it's baffling that we have to make jokes about this, that women are still not equal in the workforce. And that's a whole other conversation for another day. But I just love that they brought that to light. And a lot of women were clapping in the, and I saw that and I was like, damn, go Amy. But that's just my last opinion. Um, so we do have Moon Knight premiering tomorrow. Any thoughts? No, <laughs> just want to see it. <laughs> Telling my coworkers about you. Shout out to my one coworker, Remy. He listens to us. He brought up one of our episodes to me at our happy hour, and I never smiled so loud. I was like, "You really listen?" He goes, "You guys are hysterical." And I say this to them all the time. I go, I can go on and on for ten minutes, and then Zach and I'll say, "Do you have any thoughts?" And I and Zach just says, "No." <laughs> I'm like, every time. Um, Moon Knight, I'm excited. I've seen a lot of good reviews. I'm actually kind of interested to know why they released the first four to the podcasters and the bloggers and the TikTokers um, since there's six episodes. But I'm assuming the last two are vital. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm re- I actually just watched Apocalypse. So I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac make like a really big comeback with Moon Knight. Um, excited to see Ethan Hawke as well. See how he does as a as a villain. Um, I don't know anything about Moon Knight, so I'm really excited to kind of like get into it. And um, with these six weeks, if I'm not mistaken, the fourth or fifth episode, I think the fourth episode, maybe the one of the last, should come out the week of Doctor Strange two. So I'm not sure if that has any coincidence to it. Um, But we are in the final countdown. (laughs) Are you happy I didn't say the other quote? I'm not happy either way. (laughs) But we are in the final countdown for Doctor Strange 2. It was supposed to come out last week, but then they moved it to May 5th. 
So, I won't start hounding you with anything else with Doctor Strange 2 um, until maybe like the two weeks prior, but I have been watching all the X-Men films with Kara to get us mentally prepared. We're going to also watch the both Fantastic Fours just in case because you never know. Illuminati is uh, being teased, so... Um, are there any films that you would recommend watching before, just in case anyone wants to know? What would be your recommendation? For... Um, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange? too, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we really don't know what's gonna happen. Obviously, watch the first one. Um... <laughs> The first Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah, watch the first one so you know who the character is. But outside of that, like, we don't really know what's going to happen with this one. I'm just praying. What do you want me to say? Like, watch all of WandaVision, watch Doctor Strange 1 and 2, watch Endgame Doctor Strange and 1 Infinity and 2. War, There's so only one. Idea. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, like, I watch one. You know what I'm saying. Um. I'm not going to announce when tickets go on sale because I, and I, I, a lot of people must know already, but I'm just not going to say it because I really don't want the servers to crash again. And I have like 10 to 15. They're going to crash anyway. I, okay. So, so tell me if I'm wrong. They have not been marketing this movie as much as I thought they would. Not as much as Spider-Man was. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a really, really, really high chance that unless they like market the shit out of it in like the next like couple of days, I don't think the servers are going to really crash with this one. Because if you think about it with like Endgame, they went full throttle like marketing. Spider-Man No Way. it was the last one. Yes, I know. In Spider-Man No Way Home, they did the same thing. So I really think... It was the it's last be kind one. Of okay, but I'm just not telling anyone when the tickets go on sale because I don't want the servers to crash. I'm gonna be selfish for this one. Is that wrong? No, but I'm just saying, like, when it's Doctor Strange 3 and it's the last time we see Doctor Strange, I can bet you they're gonna market the crap out of it. But oh, yeah, you're talking about two of the last films of those characters. Of course they didn't market it really well. Of course they marketed it really well. Well, I think... I think if they had teased... I think if they teased more characters, then it would be. But I think what they're doing right now is absolutely phenomenal because they're like... they. In a sense, I think it will be bad, the ticket sales, but I'm hoping they're not at the same time. Like, I think they are only because... There's so many characters that are unknown going into it, but that's just my opinion. We'll see. We will see. I'm excited. Um, But yeah, those were the only two. Is there anything else you want to discuss tonight? Any other topics you've seen? I will nope. say Bridger- Bridgerton season two just came out and I watched it in two days. Yeah, I've heard it's actually apparently better than the first one. Um, Actually, if you can see on my TV in the back, I'm watching season one again. Yeah, I can. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, season two was was amazing. It kind of took me like three episodes to get into it, but it was really good. Um, but yeah. Oh, I do know what I wanted to tell you. So, Morbius comes out Friday. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. The director oh, literally no. spoiled the film. Oh, no. Like, he went on Twitter and spoiled the whole... Did you want to see Morbius? No. I didn't either. Cassie came at me today and was like, you don't want to see it? Why? I was like, because it's not going to be good. It gives me a headache. They've literally pu- they pushed it back, like, what, two years now? I saw a trailer the other day with Von Miller, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> was it a Venom trailer? I mean, a Morbius trailer? It's you know, literally it's the Morbius, same thing. Yeah, it's a Morbius trailer. It's it's a Morbius trailer, and I hated every second of it. It was so bad. I've seen all the spoilers for it, and I'm I'm like, it, it, apparently it's gonna be on um, it's gonna be on HBO Max or something in like a month. But any final thoughts? I have no final thoughts. I have so many final thoughts, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> Yeah, we do. What's your final thoughts? My final thoughts in general are that I completely forgot Morbius premieres aren't Morbius. Oh my god! (laughs) I forgot that Moon Knight premieres tomorrow. Um, but I'm excited. I think that this is uh, I've been reading on Twitter today that apparently it is canon to the MCU, but it's different. It's kind of like its own standalone, like how um, Incredible Hulk was in the season in Phase One of the MCU. So I don't know. I'm really excited to see it. Um, I don't know if it's a limited series, but it should be good. I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke in it. Uh, I'm not as excited for it as I was for Loki and WandaVision, but it could it could surprise you. Well, that's because this is a character you don't know anything about. Whatever. Um, but also, rumor has it that She-Hulk is i guess in trouble as a series that apparently they've been doing a lot of reshoots and it it's not going over well um okay <laughs> you're always so excited for these updates <laughs> um i did recently watch a quiet place too i don't know if you've seen it yet nope but I love John Krasinski as a director. Um, I watched it last night and the, just the way he like directs is amazing to me. <laughs> I didn't know how else to put it. I was watching it. I'm like, damn, that's really good. <laughs> Let me see what's what's active right now, though. It's been a slow news week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
There was a couple of things. Oh, did you see the rumor that Elizabeth Olsen's sister? <laughs> I say Elizabeth Olsen's sister like they weren't famous first. What? What is it? Supposedly Ashley Olsen is a Wanda variant. What does she do now? Apparently she is a Wanda variant in Doctor Strange 2. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. But I heard that's Get not even possible. I heard it's not even possible for Wanda to have a variant because she's a Nexus event. But I could be wrong. Those are just my final thoughts of today. Oh, my gosh. I... And on that bombshell, <laughs> that was another episode of TWSS <laughs> with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you guys next time.